Welcome to Serious Faith, a podcast exploring the gospel story by story to discover the way of Jesus. Hello and welcome back to Serious Faith. I'm Pastor Chad and uh, we are trucking through the book of John. We have spent about the last month in John chapter 9. So, we are finally on to more green pasture, which is not a play at all. And the fact that we are looking at Jesus the shepherd, John chapter 10, we're starting in verses 1. And going through verse 6, uh, we're doing headings in my Bible. So, uh, this heading is all about Jesus teaching Jesus as the gate And uh, so let me read it to you. There's a lot of context this week I need to offer you. So uh, let me read you the scripture and we'll jump right in. I assure you that whoever doesn't enter into the sheep pen through the gate, but climbs over the wall is a thief and an outlaw. The one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The guard at the gate opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Whenever he has gathered all of his sheep, he goes before them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger, but will run away because they don't know the stranger's voice. Those who heard Jesus use this analogy didn't understand what he was saying. Woo! All right. So, Jesus talks uh, first scenario, all right? The next few weeks, this is a a longer one, okay? This is going to be a few weeks long. Jesus starts this comparison to people as sheep. He says, whoever doesn't enter into the sheep pen through the gate, but climbs over the wall is a thief and an outlaw. So when he starts off, there's a few comparison analogies you need to know here. First of all, we have uh, Jesus is the shepherd of the sheep. All right. And then we, the people who follow him are the sheep and really people in general are sheep. Okay. Now we're the sheep in this analogy. I just want to make that clear. All right. So Jesus says that if there's somebody who doesn't come into the sheep pen through the gate, but climbs over a wall instead, is a thief and an outlaw. He says the one that enters through the gate is a shepherd, and the guard at the gate opens the gate for him. Now, what you got to understand is that in like community spaces, in the, in like shared like cities, right? When you're driving your sheep, uh, in these shared city spaces, you've got a bunch of different flocks. All right, they're all kept in the same pen, but this pen is guarded by a gatekeeper, right? There's a guard at the gate, naturally. So in other words, not every single shepherd has to stay there to watch the sheep because they have one guard that oversees all of these flocks that are going to stay in that pen in the city. And so Jesus says, obviously, if somebody doesn't come through the gate, they're not the shepherd, (laughs) right? In other words, unless they come through the designated space, that right by the guard, where the guard will know what shepherds have sheep there and which ones don't, right? The guard is aware of who should be there and who should not. He says, if they don't come by the gate, the guard doesn't see them, right? They're clearly trying to avoid him. They are thieves and outlaws. Because the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The guard of the gate opens the gate for him, and here's the cool part, the sheep listen to his voice. Now, I don't know if you know this about sheep, but especially in the old days, in Jesus' time, sheep would literally know the voice of their shepherd. Right? The shepherd, they, they didn't even have to see the shepherd. If they could hear his voice, they knew it was their shepherd. 
right? They had learned his voice so well that they didn't even have to see him, which is good because sheep were not exactly the smartest animal in the world, right? In fact, uh, in, the, in the research I did for this, uh, and I've done in the past, I preached on Psalm 23 a couple of times, and uh, sheep, you know, sheep are not only dumb, but they're very, let's, let's, let's be nice here. Let's call them concentrated, right? They're very focused. And the thing they're focused on is eating, right? They're grazing and they're grazing. Their head is down. They're grazing through the field. Graze, 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 graze. And so they don't even notice. <laughs> they, they wouldn't even notice if they'd wandered off, right? And they're followers. So they tend to follow whoever's in front. And so, so when there's not the shepherd speaking, they just follow the, the guy who's in front and the sheep and that sheep, the sheep tend to follow. And so, so they'll go wherever they want. They'll jump off a cliff because the guy in front of them jumped off a cliff. <laughs> and so it says the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his sheep by name and leads them out. I love this because it's not just, you know, you think of animals and you think of flocks and you think, you know, if a farmer has a hundred goats or a hundred sheep, the odds a farmer has names for all of them, right? We actually, we actually kind of pick on people, I think, when they name their animals, uh, if, they're, if they're not like a dog or a cat or some kind of inside animal, right? We kind of pick on people when they name their cows or when they name their horses, right? But the thing is, it says here that Jesus knows every single one of their names and he leads them out. He comes in, he gets them, he takes them where they need to be. And he does that by calling them by name. And they know his voice, so they respond to him. This is a beautiful relationship he's describing here between a shepherd and his sheep. And it says that whenever he has gathered all of his sheep... Right? He calls them all in. He's getting ready to go. He goes before them, and they follow him. Right, He's the person they're following instead of those naughty guys jumping off cliffs Right, because they know his voice. Right, He says they're not going to follow someone that they don't recognize. They won't follow a stranger, it says in verse 5, but will run away because they don't know the stranger's voice. What an analogy. Right, So, so... This, you got to remember, this is part of a monologue where Jesus just had a run-in with the Pharisees. You can kind of see this as like part seven of this ongoing saga of this blind man, right? We're back to the blind man again, I know. But this blind guy in, in chapter nine, he gets healed. He can see the Pharisees are upset. There's this whole encounter. And what we find here is Jesus teaching the Pharisees. And right before this, the Pharisees, Jesus, first of all, tells the blind man, he says, Lord, I believe to Jesus, and he worshiped Jesus. So then the Pharisees, they're saying, well, we're not blind, are we? <laughs> and Jesus is essentially saying, uh, yeah, yeah, you are. Because if you were my sheep, right, if, if I were your shepherd, if God were your shepherd, you would recognize his voice when he speaks to you. You'd recognize his voice. Just like a sheep recognizes the voice of their shepherd but you're not you don't recognize the voice of god god is literally standing in front of you and you don't recognize him <laughs> and so jesus is giving this amazing comparison and it's beautiful the the imagery here jesus is great at imagery this beautiful imagery and and yet <laughs> and yet the pharisees are not the sheep here He's saying, look, if you were my sheep, you'd recognize my voice. If you were my sheep, you wouldn't be following somebody who jumps the wall, right? You wouldn't be following after these fads, these guys who find their way in, find their way out, and it's not through the gate. He says, you'd be following me because you would recognize the voice of your shepherd. Now, this is an interesting point. This is the basis for all 
the things that I do when I do one-on-one discipling with people, we always start with how to recognize the voice of God. We learn to hear the voice of God. Because Jesus says his sheep will recognize his voice. And yet, if I ask you right now, if God were to speak to you in one, in one minute from now, God were going to speak to you, would you know what his voice sounds like? Now, I don't know about you. I've worked on this a lot. I have focused and, and, and zoned in on this idea that I need to figure out what the voice of God sounds like. And so this is why I do one-on-one discipling. And if you're listening to this and you've never done that with me before, I, I encourage you to get a hold of me, right? We, we, we walk through Scripture, how to read Scripture and hear the Lord. Because I want you to be able to recognize the voice of God when he is speaking to you. And I'm not talking about that like audible, booming, like Morgan Freeman voice that we all picture in our heads of God's voice, right? Or all those movies, you know, where Moses goes up the mountain and he's hearing this booming voice, you know. I'm talking about when God gives you the nudge and he says, hey, go talk to this person. Hey, go pray for this person. Be involved in this piece of of ministry. You're called to this thing. Do you recognize his voice when he says those things to you? Do you recognize what he says to you when you read scripture? Because he doesn't want you to read scripture simply to read it, right? He's not after the letter of the law, remember? You're supposed to read scripture and then learn to obey it. And that's the listening to God piece. So do you know the voice of God? And you might be thinking to yourself, well, you know, pastor, that's a little harsh. I don't know if I've ever heard God, right? But part of this is not your fault. Part of this is that the church doesn't teach us this. This is not something most churches are teaching. You can't, in fact, I I can't think of any church off the top of my head that I know of that's offering a class on how to hear the voice of the Lord, which is why I came up with this this plan. Because I'm I'm like, if this is in Scripture and Jesus is saying we ought to recognize his voice, we ought to recognize his voice. I don't think Jesus just says these things to say them. And remember, we're, we're taking faith serious. Remember, serious faith. That's the whole point of this podcast. How do you take Jesus seriously? Well, he says that his sheep, those who belong to him, will hear his voice and they will follow him. They won't follow a stranger, right? And this is sort of the second part to this. We hear the voice of God and we know the voice of God. But when we know the voice of God, we also are much less prone to follow the voices of others. Because when we know what the voice of Jesus sounds like, we know the voice we're supposed to follow, And when the voice doesn't sound like that, we don't follow. (laughs) So this might sound harsh, right? This, this, This might sound harsh, and it probably does because it was a little harsh, right? He's calling out the Pharisees, remember? He's saying, look, you guys aren't, you guys aren't listening to God. (laughs) You're not following God. If you were following God, you'd be following me. So it is a little harsh. And so this first one, in fact, even says in verse 6, those who heard Jesus use this analogy didn't understand what he was saying. And there's part of me that wonders if they really wanted to, right? Because to understand what Jesus says is to have to obey him and to follow him and to worship him. Remember back in verse 38 of chapter 9, the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped Jesus. Right? There's, some, there's a response that's required if we recognize that what Jesus is saying is real. So I ask you this week, do you know the voice of God? If God were to ask you to do something today, would you know that it was him? Or on the flip side, if, if, if the enemy were to ask you to do something, or if your flesh, you know, your, your humanity, your natural instincts, you know, some would say, if, if those things asked you to do something, 
would you recognize that they're not God? Are we able to to decipher and to discern what is the voice of God, what is the will of God in our lives, or not? Because Jesus says we should be able to. He says that my sheep will know my voice, and they'll follow me. So do you know what, do you know what the voice of God sounds like? If not, get a hold of me. Seriously, email me this week. Chad Yoder, Chad Yoder, C-H-A-D-Y-O-D-E-R, at goshenfirstumc.org. G-O-S-H-E-N-F-I-R-S-T-U-M-C dot org. And let me teach you, all right? Because you need to know what the voice of Jesus sounds like. To live a life of obedience, to live serious faith, you got to know the voice of the shepherd. We'll keep talking about it next week.